What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. All right. What is up, everybody? Isaac here with Civil Engineering Academy coming at you with another fun podcast episode. I just got back from a week long visit in Texas. Everything is indeed bigger in Texas. I actually had a nice big sinus infection there, too, and it was bad. But uh, you can hear it in my voice a little bit. And I uh, came back with some nice drugs to help get me off the, the sinus infection dream. But um, we're doing better. So anyway, today we're going to be talking about distractions. And uh, there's some interesting statistics out there, including people that go to the office and how much time people are actually focusing. And the average is actually only three minutes that office workers can focus at one time before you get distracted by a bunch of other stuff. So today's episode, I wanted to bring my brother Mark on. We're going to talk about distractions, how to avoid them, and maybe some tips so that uh, you can be less distracted and really focus on your studies at hand. It could be FEPE or it could be you know work-related or school-related as well. So let me bring Mark on and we'll chat all about it. And it's be coming up right after this. Today's podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is awesome. It's 100% real chocolate, 100% delicious. If you have not tried these, I don't know what's wrong with you. They recently came out with a coconut brownie chunk, which is amazing. I'm a big coconut fan. So if you're in the coconut camp, you got to try that. If not, what's wrong with you? Just kidding. They have lots of other different flavors, so go check them out. They have strawberry, they've got cherry lime, peanut butter brownie, coconut, again, different types of coconut bars, raspberry, double chocolate, and all kinds of stuff. This stuff is way better than a candy bar for you. Definitely a snack you want as you're studying for your FE or PE. It's got 130 calories, only 2.5 grams of fat, 4 net carbs, 4 grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein. This is way better than what's out there for other protein bars and definitely better than candy bars. So go check it out at civilengineeringacademy.com slash built and use our discount code of C-I-V-A-C and you'll get a 10% off on anything that you order there. So go check that out. Hey guys, if you haven't already, I want to let you know about our awesome newsletter. If you haven't signed up for the Civil Engineering Academy newsletter, seriously, what's wrong with you? I'm just kidding. Go check it out though. You'll get all the latest episodes that we produce, blog articles, exams, discounts, course material, all this fun stuff is through our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up, go check it out. That's civilengineeringacademy.com slash newsletter. You'll be taken. Go sign up and uh, you'll start getting our fun newsletters that we send out usually once a week. So go check it out. Civilengineeringacademy.com slash newsletter and go sign up. All right, Mark, what is going on? Hey, Isaac, it's good to join you again. We always have fun doing these things. I guess real quickly, before we dive into talking about distractions in general, what's your workplace like? Let's say when you come into the office, are you easily distracted there or can you actually focus on stuff? Well, unfortunately, I get easily distracted. And most of that's because I'm a supervisor. There's a lot of people that report to me. And during the course of the day, they have questions. You know, I try to empower my people to make most of their own decisions. But a lot of times I have questions about different little issues that come up, you know, throughout the day. And so they want to get a hold of me and talk about those things. 
I usually have a kind of an open door policy, you know, where I, I don't uh, mind people coming in and talking to me about their issues because I want to help them get past things. But um, yeah, it's Lots very distracting. And then on top of that, yeah, I've got my cell phone there, you know, and clients are calling me and, and different things are going on during the course of the day. Even the uh, superintendents that report to me, you know, when they have different issues, they're calling me throughout the day. So my office is ripe with distractions. But those sound like good distractions, like at least the ball's moving forward if you're helping somebody. Oftentimes, yeah. if you're using a cell phone, it's usually because, you know, some app or program wants your eyes on the phone, which isn't really help, probably yeah. helping you. So if you put it in those terms, then, you know, my distractions are work-related in the office. I'm not being distracted, you know, by, you know, Facebook or whoever's Instagram or Twitter or any of those things. I'm not a real big social media guy anyway. And so those kind of things never, never bother me. But um, I got a to-do list myself and it's tough to get that to-do list done with, I'll call them internal type distractions that um, right. get me. Well, I think that leads to kind of our first point. If you're dealing with distractions, one of the first ways to really combat that is to get organized. And that can be a to-do list. Like you've got, you know, even with things going on, you know, you've got to get to that list at some point. So is there a tool or you just write it on paper? What's been your... I'm a sticky note guy. So Mm -hmm. I used to try to use my Outlook, uh, you know, to try to keep track of my to-do list. But I found that if I just have a little stack of sticky notes that I could just write down things that come to mind, things that I know I need to get to. And that's how I do it. I've got uh, usually a series of five to six sticky notes that I've written things down on. They're kind of stuck on the side of my monitor at my desk. And as I get things done and I cross them off, then I pull them off and, you know, throw them away. But that's my system. (laughs) Hey, everyone's got a different way of doing it. I know if you're studying for the FE or PE, a way to get organized could be, you know, doing time blocking or, you know, making sure you've set aside time specifically for your studies. If you're in school, that could be the same thing, but definitely having a to-do list or to try to get organized and whether that's electronic, you know, on your calendar or whether it's a sticky note, I think goes a long ways to helping you as you're trying to figure out ways to be less distracted. Yeah. The other thing that helps you with Isaac is I think just the anxiety, right? A lot of times when things are, your to-do list is kind of, you know, bouncing around in your head. At least that's my problem is when I don't have it written down. And so I know I'm not going to forget it. I tend to get nervous, more nervous about it, right? Mm -hmm. What if I forget this? What if I forget that? And so when you're writing things down, for me anyway, it takes away that anxiety about making sure you're remembering everything. Okay. Organized. Well, that brings me to another point, and that is breaking up big things into small things. So oftentimes we're seeing big tasks that need to be done and those get really overwhelming for us. So, you know, using your sticky note method or I guess any other method, how are you able to break up large tasks that you have on those into smaller ones? Is there a a method or a way that you've been able to handle that? Yeah. So when I've got big tasks, I will divide them up. You know, usually there's a deadline associated with that large task that I need to work towards. And so I'll actually divide up maybe I know I need at least a couple of hours of non-distracted time, meaning even the internal distractions that I was talking about before. I'll even shut those off because, you know, those people that report to me, they're just going to have to wait because I've got to focus on this task that I've got to get done. And so if it's a big task, I'll allocate a couple hours every day where I can do that. 
and I'll, I'll shut off my phone. I'll shut my office door so people know that I'm busy or they think I'm gone. <laughs> and then either way. Yeah, either way. <laughs> and then I'll be able to just focus on that one thing because, you know, the multitasking thing is, I think it's a myth. Nobody can multitask. All they do is shift from one, their brain just shifts from one task to the other as they're bombarded with these distractions. I create that blocked out time and then it's shut the phone off. And then I don't even look at the email either because that can be a distraction, even though that may be legitimate issues that are coming up that um, I'll need to deal with eventually. But at least I'll have that two hour block of time that I can just focus on the task and knock out, you know, big chunks of the project that I've got in front of me. And so that's what I'll do. I look at it in two hour blocks is the way I look at it. And so I'll say, okay, Monday, I'm going to block myself out for two hours. Tuesday, I'll do two hours. and Wednesday, I'll do two hours. And I think I'll be done by then. But within those two hours, I've blocked out everything, including shutting my door so nobody comes in. Yeah. So it sounds like, and this is another tip, is that you've set up an environment for you to be successful with study or whatever the task is at hand. If people are preparing for the FE or the PE exam, how important is it for them to set up some sort of environment for them to uh, find a place to study and whatnot? Oh, I think it's essential. I mean, whether we're talking about, you know, a project uh, that I may have at work or, you know, studying for a test, it's all the same mental focus, the same type of mental focus and mental effort that you have to direct towards your studies or your project, whatever you're doing. And if you can't shut your brain off to everything else in your environment and just focus on the task at hand, on the curriculum at hand, if you're studying for the test, you're setting yourself up for failure because that's when you can learn. That's when you can focus. That's when, you know, your brain can really concentrate on the curriculum is when you don't have any of those other distractions. And so setting up an environment like you're talking about, you know, a lot of us are busy. We've got families, we've got kids, we've got, you know, spouses. And so we have other responsibilities and work responsibilities too. And so it's just important to be able to carve out that time. That lends itself also, Isaac, to saying that you should give yourself enough lead time leading up to a, a test for study, you know, and carve things up into digestible blocks of time mm -hmm. where you know that, okay, you know, maybe the kids are going to bed at, you know, nine o'clock at night and I can study for a couple hours after they've gone to bed. You know, maybe that's the time that you've got, or maybe it works better for you early in the morning, but finding those blocks of time where you can just focus undistracted is just, I mean, it's everything that's really, really important. I've seen pictures of people that do study and um, sometimes those areas, those environments that work for them are, are even their closed closets, you know, oh, finding yeah. a spot right. that works for you. So, right. <laughs> and that's okay. I remember when I studied, it was like the kitchen counter, you know, I had all the stuff spread out on the uh, kitchen counter. And at the time I didn't have a lot of other distractions and that was the place that I could go to and, and really study yeah. for that. For, for me, I had to go, you know, reserve a room at the library because my boys were little at that time. And I knew if I were, if I was home, they'd, they'd want to be with me and jump on me. And, you know, we were, we were always good about playing and having fun together. And so if I were home, then they would think it's playtime. The way it worked for me is after work, I would just uh, plan on stopping at the library, you know, for a couple hours before I went home. Perfect. So. Well, find your spot, find your environment. Another tip to go along with that is make sure that uh, 
you keep things clean and tidy. I know that sometimes that's hard for people, but uh, I think your mind can focus a lot easier when it's not cluttered with a bunch of crap everywhere. So take that as another tip to help you with less distractions. Obviously, if you're studying, you know, you want to silence your phone and you don't want to be distracted by that. But at the same time, some people study, I guess, better when they have some sort of background like music or something that kind of inspires them in the background. And I don't know if everybody is like that, but I do know people that study with music on to kind of help them get in the mood of focus. I don't know what that music is, whether it's classical or whatever. But um, what's your thoughts on music to help you cut out some of the noise and help you focus? You know, if it works for you, I say that's great. I know for me, if I'm trying to read something and concentrate on meaning of what I'm reading, music is a distraction to me. But, you know, that's the way my brain works. And so I like it. I like it quiet. But um, I know there are some people and I think that's great. If a little music in the background helps you, helps you focus, helps you relax, you know. Yeah, that's a good idea. Do it. Another thing that I think is important is how do you celebrate kind of the small wins? Well, I mean, after you set a goal that's really hard, maybe it's preparing for an exam, maybe it's a project. What's your advice for taking breaks or even setting up some sort of reward system for you after you've achieved some sort of goal to uh, reward yourself? I think it's a good idea. I try to do that. Um, at work is usually centered around a team effort. If we've got a big project and we hit milestones and we're delivering, you know, things that we've promised to our clients, I'll take my team out for lunch, you know, as kind of a little reward for getting different milestones done. That's been appreciated. But as you're studying for a FE or PE task, I mean, there's little simple things that uh, you can do to reward yourself. I mean, you know, maybe there's a favorite treat that you like. Um, Maybe after you've, you're like, okay, I'm going to get through this certain bit of curriculum. Maybe you're studying for geotech or, you know, water resources or whatever. You set a goal for yourself to get through a certain amount of the curriculum at a certain time. And if you make that goal, then maybe you reward yourself with your favorite treat, whatever that might be. Maybe it's um, you sacrificed your favorite show you haven't binge watched yet because you know you. <laughs> There you go. Put it off. Exactly. Maybe you've put off, you know, your favorite series, your favorite Netflix show, whatever it is. So you say, okay, if I get to this curriculum through this, you know, part of the curriculum, I'm going to reward myself with a three hour binge session. There you, you know, go. Whatever. <laughs> there you yeah. go. So just those simple little things that you enjoy doing, give yourself little rewards like that. There's something mental about that that we respond well to works, you know, in the workplace and just doing it to yourself as you accomplish goals. There's something mentally positive about doing that. It kind of helps you keep going. It keeps you motivated. Yeah, I agree. You know, give yourself a little bit of a reward or no reward is coming through getting through a challenging thing and you probably want to get to that goal a little quicker. So maybe you push yourself to do it in whatever way that looks like. So, well, one of the last things I kind of wanted to, to hit on with you is this idea of being present. So we've talked about cell phone usage and, you know, turning off distractions in terms of that. We all know that cell phones are a big distraction, but, you know, how important is it to be present with either someone you're with or your employer or anything like that? And, you know, cell phones, it's so easy to just sit there and text or look at something. Yeah. But uh, being present is kind of a big deal. I've seen people go to dinners and, you know, never look at each other 
or whatnot. So well, what, are your, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I've been in interviews where I'm interviewing potential, you know, hires that um, want to work for me. And I mean, even during interviews, they'll pick up their phone to look at whatever notifications popped up. Their LinkedIn know. came in with the next one. The next well, interview. <laughs> yeah, if that's it, you know, whatever. But I'm sure it's just some tweet or, you know, somebody's posted something on their Facebook or whatever, or somebody's texting them. But I don't know. That's a big deal. Not only is it just common courtesy, you know, if you're dealing with a a client, a colleague, if you're at work, a loved one, you know. Yeah, my wife has a problem with me. I'll I'll be honest. I got to do better. (laughs) Yeah. And I got to do better. And we got that phone. And I don't know, the longer it goes and the more alerts that we can kind of feel. Maybe it's in our pocket and it's buzzing, you know. We think that uh, our alerts are stacking up. It even makes us more nervous as we go along. But when you are in a situation, a meeting, when you're in a, you know, an interview, when you're in an interaction with a loved one, be in that moment. If your brain is constantly switching over to what could be on your phone and what text could be on your phone or whatever, it's not enjoying where you are. I mean, how many times have you gone to a concert or an event and everybody's so worried about recording it on their phones that they forget to just sit there and enjoy the event, whether it's a concert or a show, whatever. And they're so worried about having their phones out and recording things that they just they can't be present and enjoy it. I've seen that at some outdoor venues, you know, where we're we're looking at some kind of a, a natural, you know, wonder like uh, we have at some of our uh, national parks around the country. And, and rather than sitting there and enjoying their surroundings and what's actually going on, they're so busy with their phones trying to record it for whatever reason that they can't enjoy it. They're not present. That affects your studying too. If you're, you know, trying to study for your tests, that can be a big issue. You know, if you're, you've got that time that you've blocked out, be present. Just focus on what you're doing at that time. I don't know, Isaac, it's a hard deal because we're just, all of us are in an environment. We've just got so many distractions that you've got to consciously block some of those things out, especially if you're in an interpersonal kind of an interaction scenario a meeting, an interview, um, conversations with loved ones. And you got to get good at just not worrying about picking up that phone. You know, you can always lose it like I do. And then you don't have that problem anymore. <laughs> lose it in the house. Yeah, that's one way to deal with it. <laughs> Find it a, a few days later. That's right. Well, awesome. Well, I think we've given some great tips for people. Distractions are everywhere. Hopefully with these tips, we can help you improve your studying, study habits. Obviously, if you need additional help, definitely come check us out at civilengineeringacademy.com. Mark and I put together the FE course, the Ultimate Civil FE Review course, if you're preparing for that. And you can find that at civilfereviewcourse.com. We also have a PE review course at civilpereviewcourse.com and uh, tons of free resources on our YouTube channel. So definitely check us out. Thanks for uh, listening to us. If you haven't shared this with a friend, please consider doing it. We love uh, getting the word out about this and uh, it's always fun to do. So Mark, thanks for doing this and I'm sure we'll see you on another episode. You bet. Looking forward to it already. Hey guys, thanks for listening to another fun episode of the Civil Engineering Academy podcast. Hey, if you want to be a guest on the show, or if you just want more resources, shoot me an email, Isaac at civilengineeringacademy.com and go check out our website, civilengineeringacademy.com. 
We'll be there when you need us to help you with the FEPE and awesome career advice. So thanks again for listening. Leave us a good review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you can leave reviews. And uh, we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.